Hello and welcome back to The Giant Pod with me, Andy Rootman. We have a really, really special episode for you today. This is a special We love a good special here at the Giant Pod. We'll be back to our usual Thursday release schedule very soon with season four. Really, really, really excited to unleash these episodes on you guys. We've got some really fantastic, interesting, cool guests and some amazing conversations. Uh, It's been a blast doing it. We've been working hard on that behind the scenes while we've been on a season break. And I am pumped to get going on that. In this episode, we head to Burrito Boy in Froome. We sit down with co-founder Don Palmer and we talk about the uh, the exceptional success story of Burrito Boy, which was born um, from a conversation. Um, I think I think they were all made uh, redundant. So it was born of a conversation where they were like, okay, what are we going to do? Uh, they came up with the name Burrito Boy, came up with a branding. They started cooking out of their kitchen. That leads to shady car park pickups, orders via Instagram, uh, moving the uh, the operation into bigger realms. They had to get out of their home cooking DIY situation and get into their own restaurant. We're talking about franchising. We're talking about the future of the brand. It's just great. It's great to hear about a success story coming out of such a, a rocky time for our society and it's so good to uh, celebrate that if you are listening to this audio format welcome uh at the end of this podcast we get in the kitchen and we make a giant burrito so i will suggest that you go over to the youtube channel subscribe ring the bell and watch us make that uh it's all in crystal clear multi-cam hd so is the interview before that so go in there check that out everything we do on the podcast these days is typically filmed uh we're really proud of that so go and check that out uh yeah so welcome back this is a special as i said it's the giant pod x burrito boy so much love for this brand so much love for this business i cannot wait for you guys to hear this story check it out enjoy good to be back we'll see you soon Hey, what's up? I'm Andy Rintmore. This is The Giant Pod. We're in the station approach here in Froome. And in this establishment is Burrito Boy. And that is where we are right now. Don Palmer, what's up? Oh, everything, this and that. This and that, here, there and everywhere. So we're in Burrito Palace, the Burrito Boy restaurant. Yeah. This was one of the biggest business success stories to come out of the pandemic and the lockdowns. And it almost seems a bit crass to say that, but I think people will understand that, you know, within... When the world changes and you adapt, business mm-hmm. has to adapt as well. And new ideas uh, come out of that, which lend itself to uh, a, a lockdown or, or, the, or the way that society was at that time. So tell me a bit about the start of Burrito Boy. So we started, it all started over a conversation in my living room. Um, we were all, well, all three of us who owned the business were all made redundant for, from COVID. And um, we were in that period where it was like, right, we've got mortgages, we've got rent, we've got all these things to pay. What can we do? What can we start ourselves with little money using our skills that we have? I mean, we've all got little skills that we add to the, to the, to the business. Um, what, can we, what can we do? What can we do right now that, that can help us pay our bills and essentially stay afloat? Um, and it was just a, it was a, a really sort of, without sounding sort of, too crazy it was like a really sort of electric conversation that we had right and um immediately we the, we came up with a name we came up with a product within this within the span of like a half an hour conversation oh amazing yeah so and and, and and was that one of those like you said an electric conversation so i'm guessing you were all just like 
this feels right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is it. We've got to do it. Like, yeah. Like, I talk about an inner compass quite often. Is like when I'm feeling like that desire, that urge, and my gut is going, that is the right move right now. Mm -hmm. Listen to it and go for it. We all just like had that synergy in that moment. You were like, exactly. this is what we need Every, to do now. Everything aligned at once. Right. Everything aligned. And I was like, should we do burritos? And I was like, yeah, let's do burritos. And then we were like, right, how could we do it? What could we do? And then I was like, oh, burrito boy, how about that? It's like, it's simple, it's easy. Um, and literally that's where we came up with a name like that within about another 20 minutes of talking, we already had what, what colors we wanted to use. We were like pale yellow, pale red. It all really happened really, really quickly. It, so it just came together. It's amazing, isn't it, how when your back is against the wall mm -hmm. and you have to do something, how, um, like they say, necessity is the mother of invention, isn't yeah. it? And that's, it couldn't be truer no. in this sense. So, you, so you're like, right, we've got to do something. And, and what a blessing, really, in a strange, yeah, it was, a yeah. strange sense. I mean, fear, fear is like, fear can be the biggest driver. I mean, it still is to us now. Fear, fear, of, fear of having to go back to working for someone we hate or doing something we don't like or, you know, clocking in at half eight, getting, you know, bollocks, bollocks straight away as soon as you got to work and just having a horrible day going home. You know, that's the fear of doing that again is enough of a driver to make us... To make us successful you know? i feel that yeah i feel that <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's amazing so what is your so you're saying that you already had the color structures mm -hmm. or, or um what, what's the term colorway what, yeah yeah i guess palette palette yeah something like that um so i'm picking up that perhaps you have a um a, a background in marketing i don't know it feels sales, like i'm setting sales, this sales sales yeah sales, feels like sales. i'm setting this question up no, it's just i right. kind of vaguely know that you were doing some sort of marketing yeah i was selling i was selling um alcohol nice. i was an alcohol salesman so yeah i just traveled around but um within working in salesy jobs and stuff you sort of learn what people like and what people don't like okay what sells essentially right and did you get like a peek behind the curtain in terms of like um how you how you launch a product so i'm assuming that you had new lines of of uh, can you mention who you worked for would you rather yeah i mean i worked for various like gin companies and sweets companies and right. cheese like all sorts of like goods that are luxury like goods that you aren't essential if you know what right. I mean. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. treats um, hence why you were made redundant yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it wasn't like no one needs to be sold gin in a pandemic i mean if they want gin they're gonna go get it anyway so yeah um so, yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I, I worked in a shop in the pandemic and I sold more gin. Yeah, you didn't need me to tell I, you what to sell, yeah, though, did right. you? People just came and got it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So you see a new line come in or a new, yeah. a, a new, uh, a new brand or something come mm. in and you see how the company has built that particular thing from the, from the ground up. Exactly. So you, go, you apply those um, disciplines, I guess, or those ideas to yeah. Burrito Boy. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so you have that conversation... And it's all electric, it's all, it's all fire, and everyone's like pumped yeah. up. You're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. What's the next step after that? Is it the logo? It, it, Was it yeah. all like branding first? It went so quick, yeah. Right. It all went so quick. Again, um, the day after that conversation, I guess it's like how we are as characters or what makes us good at what we do. Like literally straight after I was... I was looking at graphic designers in Froom, like brand designers in Froom. That was my immediately I was like I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this high that we're on sort of thing um so yeah went straight to logos um I didn't I can't say how much money I had because it wasn't a lot of money and <laughs> <laughs> but I went straight to a really good brand designer here in Froome right explained the situation I was like look I'm trying to start something um 
I remember he came back and was like, what's your budget? And I told him, and he was like, I'm used to having a few more zeros on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> but he might have rated, rated the sort of um, naivety that I had. Um, and then, yeah, then I asked the right person because he created a really cool really cool logo cool logo um, you said that you know looking for graphic designers in Froome Froome has so many yeah. amazing graphic designers <laughs> yeah I know it's stupid like it there's so much um, there's so much artistic talent but in Froome but also people who have the artistic eye but know how to monetize it or make it yeah. into or sculpt what they do into something that's sellable yeah brand-like yeah and, and and it's quite amazing we just bumped into matt wellstead yeah. out here yeah um he did the giant pod logo yeah. um shout out matt he's shout a good, he's matt, good lad yeah. hopefully good we're lad. gonna get him some of this giant burrito that we're gonna <laughs> i'd, <laughs> yeah, li- I'd sure, like to man. feed that man he deserves it yeah yeah. He deserves um, it, yeah yeah and it's just great like setting up today we've had all kinds of people coming in and yeah. saying what's up yeah it just seems like a creative hub here it seems it's like really the right nice. spot for, for you guys. Yeah. I mean, and we're tucked right away in here as well. Like, you don't even, you, a lot of people don't even realise we're here a lot of the time, but I think, I think that adds to it. I mean, yeah, adds you, to the charm. Yeah, it does, yeah. Well, we'll see after today. Maybe a few more people will know where you are now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope, anyway. Yeah, for right. sure. It became a sort of a DIY punk rock ethos for a while, didn't yeah. it? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started seeing this thing, like, I started seeing... It was very viral, I feel. I started seeing people with these, like, burritos that had a nice little sticker on. Mm-hmm. Really simple stuff. Exactly, that's really it. But really professional in, its, in, its, um, in your um, delivery mm-hmm. of it. Well, that was... The, the point was simple. simplicity was the yeah. whole point. Like, that's why the names... Initial, initials are two Bs... That's why it's just, it's, it's all simple colours, it's all simple, there's no messing around. Because, I mean, <clears throat> in that short conversation we had, we were like, we could have burrito places all over the country. Like, <laughs> but what, if we want a burrito place in every city around here or something, you know, it needs to be simple, it needs to be easy and ring off the tongue nicely, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And, and it did, it exploded. Yeah. I just sat there and I was like, someone else is getting burrito. And there was a point where you're like, hang on, something really cool is happening. Yeah. And I don't know anything about <laughs> yeah. it. And you sort of get that like sort of FOMO a little bit. Yeah, and you yeah. start going, what the, f- what the fuck is this? What, what, who is this burrito boy? Mm-hmm. And what, how's this exploding in this landscape? And then I sort of figure out that you're doing it from your, yeah, from your my house. house. Yeah, yeah, from <laughs> my house. I remember you saying to me actually in the co-op when I came in, I remember you, you were like, do you ever feel like, Oh shit! I've just created a monster. <laughs> I don't know how to tame it. And that's—I remember you saying it to me, and I was right. like, "That's a really good way of explaining it." We had no idea it was going to be like that quick. Yeah. Like, that was a hard thing to deal with. Was I never owned the business? None of us had ever owned a business before. I'd worked within them, yeah. but to do it all—you know, the top down to the bottom—and um, learn about how to do it all that quickly was was tough. Right. But but very rewarding at the same time. Yeah, a baptism by fire. For sure. I mean, sometimes the best way to do something and get good at something is to just do it. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. And I imagine you feel like... I think there's a lot of business owners that when they get to the end of the month and nothing's uh, gone wrong and they haven't lost the business and nothing's gone, like, terribly, they go... How, I don't know how I did that. Yeah. But we got through, and then and then you'll look. How how far into it are you now? Are we in year? Th- are we in year three? Two. Two. Yeah. So we've had the restaurant since July last year. So right. we've not even been in here a year, but we had the business since about autumn, autumn the year before. Right. Um, 
but yeah, the first the first like eight months or whatever were all from my house. So it was a yeah. completely different level. You don't have any staff costs, you don't have any right. rent to pay, it's all included in my sort of rent that I'm paying myself. Yeah. Um, the transition was huge. It's been exponential, hasn't it? Yeah, and we needed to make it work. Because right. with with all these added overheads, you need to sell a lot more burritos <laughs> to, be able to, to be able to break even, man. It's, was there a point when you were like my fucking house isn't my own anymore. Yeah. Is this why you're here? I guess you're like, I can't, I can't run a restaurant and like do my own, like pers- have a personal like, life. That's know? exactly what happened. So, um, I, I mean, all my clothes, even to this day, still smell like seared beef. I mean, we're doing everything in my kitchen, in my house. It spread through the whole house. Like, everything smelled like burritos. The living room on delivery days was just full, like completely full, like the whole floor, sofas everything um and yeah that was that was hard and i didn't re- we, we didn't realize how hard it was until christmas our first christmas we took right. it off um and then i remember texting alex at christmas time to say i don't care what happens we're finding another kitchen now because right. i finally got my house back for two weeks and i forgot how fucking nice it is it's got how normal it yeah 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 exactly yeah amazing there was a real vibe about it you know because i'd see like i started following your instagram page which blew up really quick yeah and i'm seeing people posting and tagging you in and i'm like they are selling people are buying this yeah stuff. yeah like in their droves. And what I really loved about that early business model was that you'd be like, right, we're taking orders from here to here and they will be delivered then. Mm-hmm. And there was a, it had a feeling of exclusivity to it. Yeah. And it was like, yo, if you want in on this, you've got you to gotta let us know now because if you, if you, if you sleep on this, yeah, you're okay. going hungry. It's Mackey's tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever. Well, that's actually true because the, the fact was we couldn't, we could only do what we could do. We could only make a certain amount in a certain amount of time. It wasn't, it worked in our favor, the exclusivity thing, and it did work, but it, it was true. Like, yeah. we couldn't make more than, I mean, our big, uh, the biggest ever night we had at home, I think we did like 100 burritos. But that's in four hours of two people being able to do them in a tiny little kitchen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that worked. I mean, I remember people were trying to order, and if they couldn't get it on the Friday night, they'd go, well, can I have it tomorrow then? And right. it's like, if I want to eat out, or if I want to get a takeaway, I want it right now. In that moment. In that moment. But yeah. people... People wanted it regardless of the day or the time. It was whenever they could, which was really cool. And I'm not a marketing expert by any measure, but I have a feeling that that exclusive window mm-hmm. was really powerful. Yeah, massively. Because people go, oh, I've got my burrito boy. Mm-hmm. I know there's loads of people out there that wanted it and didn't get it. So I'm going to put it on Instagram. That's made them show it off, yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm in the club. You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I've got the burrito boy tonight and stuff like that. And, exactly. and, and it does, it creates a... It creates like a real, uh, 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 an added value that's not monetary. Yeah. It's got like, it's, uh, it's so cynical to say, but it's kind of got a, a social value to it when it's like a product that's really kicking off. The branding's on point. Everything's cool. It feels kind of exclusive, a bit mm-hmm. secret, a bit grassroots, a bit punk rock and DIY. Exactly. It's coming out of someone's house. You're picking it up in a car park. It's cash only out the window. <laughs> like, people loved it, man. Right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of that. All of that really added to it. All of yeah. that really added to it. It's, it's amazing. It's surreal thinking about it. So, so, tell me, so tell me a little bit about your business partners because I'm, I'm with you now. Yeah. But you've got two other business yeah, yeah, partners. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to come up We with need me. to give them a little bit of love. Yeah, so uh, my girlfriend, Mirabelle, um, she's an amazing chef. Like, so she's been a chef, well, as long as she could work, pretty much. Um, 
which is why which is why people enjoy the food and why we can sort of like prep for these massive numbers and it stay consistent um something we it's still still difficult to be consistent every single time but um yeah she's pretty she's pretty switched on with it all she's really good and then alex um one of my oldest friends um He's a similar background to me. He worked in sales as well. So we're just two people, two people who can talk and couldn't really do that much else. So were you really into cooking and food and stuff before this yeah, came about? Yeah, me and Alex both always been foodies as people. Right, okay. like, we like good food. We know what tastes well. And we know what flavors go with what. But when you're cooking on mass, it's a completely different thing. Like cooking for 100 people compared to cooking for you and your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Completely different. Um, so she sort of, had to guide well I've never worked in the kitchen I'm not right. like, I'm not I mean we're lucky that I'm even here to, <laughs> genuinely man if I walk in this kitchen on a Friday night I'm out right. um yeah that it's not my place it's not, I'm not very good at that right um, you must have been okay yeah I'm all right well, no I help with the recipes sort of like what we should do and the flavors but the actual practicality of it right n- n- yeah not for me you're an ideas man yeah right. pretty much a bigger picture person not very good at the smaller right smaller stuff um, yeah, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it a hundred times on this podcast. I got ADHD. And, and Me the, too. It, really, okay. Bad. Okay. <laughs> really bad. Really yeah. bad. I know, Where do you begin? I know for a fact that I'll start doing one thing and then before I know it, I'm yeah. doing something else. And that is not conducive to a professional, well-oiled machine of a kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and where do you begin with stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone gave me like a, a load of things to look at and like, right, you have to do that. Yeah. I get so tired from just looking at it <laughs> that I'd sack it off, you know? You get, you get, you, get um, you become paralyzed Completely, by it. completely. That's the story of my life. Yeah. And really then you struggle. procrastinate it off. Yeah. That's why our dynamic works because they right. both understand that. Yeah. And help free me up to do other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. The dynamic we've got is special. Yeah. It's really good. It's good stuff. It aids the ADHD. <laughs> For sure. I'm very lucky with Harry because he knows he knows all about my ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, right, what I need you to do now is that. And I'll go, I've got a job. I'll go do that one job. Same. (laughs) Same. It'll be really simple. And it might even be like just to get out of his hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm convinced they do that to me as well. I'm absolutely convinced they give me tasks. They're like, oh, you need to go to the supermarket to grab this. I'm like, do we need it right now? Yeah, we need it right now. The boy needs a side quest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sick. So you had your, you had your, did you get like I would have got backache if I was in a little in a little kitchen, mm. little knocking elbows and stuff, mm-hmm. wrapping these little these little uh, bundles of joy up for everyone. So I'd good. be like, oh my god, all yeah, the time. Would. How did you? We we was it like physically demanding? It um, sounds like you were like yeah, yeah. I mean, I was delivery driver for a long time and. Before, before it grew to the point where I couldn't do both, I would do all the collections. So I would try and time the collections. So I would do two at, a, two at once from the local pay and display car park. But the co- I mean, the constant, it was just constant running. And I mean, the, the other guys in the kitchen are on their feet all day and all evening. Um, it's, it's physically tiring as well as, yeah. as well as mentally. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore, do you? Because you told me a little nugget or something that it didn't blow my mind, but I was like, oh, of course Uber Eats would do such a thing. So yeah. you're now partnered with Uber Eats. Yeah. Who, like, are they the big boys? I yeah, they're they big. Are, they? Yeah, they're big. There's them and um, Deliveroo as well. Yeah, that's that's what I, I mean, you've got Just Eat and stuff, but it seems a little bit less 
technologically advanced, I guess. Right. Delivery and Uber Eats are sort of the big boys. Got to work on their user interface, have they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. So, yeah, we use them as well. I mean, I, I try not to... Don't want to. I don't want to rely on it, right? Because we've got a very good. We've got. We're good on our own. Yeah. Um, but they do all the delivering for us. So if right. people want to get a delivery, um, mm. and really don't want to go out the house, which is fair, um, then then we're on. Pandemic the or no pandemic, yeah, exactly. sometimes leaving the house is just too much to ask. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's a good tool. It's a good tool. It's hard to work with sometimes. They're, they're difficult because there's such like. Um, miracles of technology the way they can work like the way you can order this food see where it's going the driver gets you know all these different yeah. components that come into it but when they when it goes wrong it goes like really wrong really wrong because a customer will call me and be like driver's not turned up or something yeah but it's technically their problem not mine but being from a customer service based sort of right prerogative like my prerogative is my customers because you're at that point you're you're outsourcing to Just Eat, right? Exactly. And then they become a third party. And yeah. So when you've handed over the food to the Just Eat their fella... As long as the food's right that goes in that bag, it's in their, their problem. It's their responsibility. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to double hat that a bit because to the customer, they, they, it shouldn't be their issue who it is. No, exactly. You, they come and speak to you and you have to do your best Exactly. So them. I often lo- I lose out in that respect because even if they mess it up, I'll resolve it. Honour it, yeah. Um, that's, that's how we are as a customer sort of orientated business yeah but yeah it goes really bad sometimes yeah but just eat are, are like amazing uber like, eats, like you said. Yeah. huh uber eats uber eats <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, they are good too many of these things yeah there is it's added another dimension to the business that's yeah. really good like we, we don't what, what i was worried about was offering delivery through uber eats and then that taking away from my normal business right and yeah. then uber eats essentially just making a commission off of what they've got from me yeah but it's not worked like that um it's just been a nice it's just been a nice it's just been additional really right. it's not it's not detract, detracted from any of our normal stuff which is you know it's just bringing more more funds into the business it's great it's good stuff yeah it's good um so before i mess that up again and say the wrong company we're, i'm going to move away from that <laughs> particular aspect of the business um <laughs> So tell me how you went about getting your premises because you go from your kitchen and you know you've got you had your branding down you had your uh, you had some merch that was cool you had um, you, you I was talking to you about how you were fun uh, how you were finding the materials that you used to wrap the burritos yeah packaging yeah the word I'm looking yeah. for and you had your your, your cool burrito boy stickers yeah and things like that and that was all on point and I remember talking to you and you were like. I've managed to find a, a place that's 50p cheaper or yeah, something. It's mad. But without dipping in the quality. Yeah. There's all these little, like, these, like, percentile, like, different changes that make it overall, make a huge difference yeah. to the overall thing. So to go from that kind of thinking where you're like, all right, how are we reducing the cost of each piece of packaging without... Um, without uh, compromising. The, compromising. Um, to suddenly, now, you, you've got all of this... I mean, this isn't cheap, is no, it? No, man. Um, <laughs> so, um, I mean, some people don't like to talk about finances and no, things, but no, I'm whatever you're comfortable f- talking about, fine. how did we end up here in this, in, like I said, the burrito palace? Well, actually, finding this place was hard work. Like, um, I, like, I, like I was saying earlier, I, I remember texting Alec Christmas just saying, we have to get out of my house. Like, whatever costs it takes, like, it's going to ruin the business soon because I don't want to be in my house anymore. Um, 
So that was, that was a big deal. And I remember I had a list of 18 places to call in Froome to see if I could borrow a kitchen. Right. We went to kitchen. I didn't borrow. necessarily, yeah, borrow your kitchen. But it wasn't necessarily like a shop. It was whatever I could. Um, I mean, I remember bringing all the parish churches to see if I could use their kitchen. I literally all of them, like, I rang them. I ended up getting a few really kind offers from, from pubs and stuff in the end, but that was after I found this. I remember I rang our landlord, Raj, here at the time. I was told there was nothing here, but I thought, I'm ringing anyway. Yeah. Like, if I can try and convince him to give me something, like, I've got to do it. Um, and he's like, do you know what? Yeah, I might have something for you. And it was this. What I didn't realise at the time was I was going to need to borrow a lot of money because right. this was an empty shell in a warehouse. There wasn't even a wall. There was no walls. None of, the, none of these like, walls or anything you see right. were here. Water, there was no water, electric. Okay. We did everything from scratch, um, completely scra- um, from scratch. This is just a barren unit. Yeah, completely barren. Like, in right. the, we were doing it up in February. We started. It was freezing cold. There was no lights. There was no nothing. Um, it was a bleak time. Yeah. Uh, but really worth you it. Made it work. Yeah, but that's where all the money, all our money that we went, like we spent. I mean, we still got someone's dining room chairs I bought off Facebook Marketplace. Cause, <laughs> cause all the money went on the boring things like timber and plaster. <laughs> I imagine it's a real eye opener. Really, because you just yeah. like on the face of it, you think, right, we'll get some cookers in. Yeah. Um, get some a- aprons, pots and pans, and, yeah. and whatnot. It's not like I know that. there's way more to it. Yeah. But, but, but reducing it down, you think, right, as long as, because you've done it from your house. Yeah. So you think, right, we just need to replicate that and just a bit bigger. Exactly. And then actually going to that commercial level, there's way more in it. Like, look how many of those like red um, emergency stoppers oh, there are there. I know, that's all three-phase electric we had to get in. Yeah, I imagine special. someone went, you have to have this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you went, oh, fuck. You have to fireproof everything. We yeah. didn't think about that. So every wall's got to be double fireboarded and like sealed to the, it's got to be signed off by the council and then you've got to pay for applications with the council and you've got to do all these little things that you would never have, never have accounted for. Right. And we borrowed, I can't remember how much we borrowed, like 20 grand or something. Um, so it didn't even go halfway. Right. Because of what we calculated in our heads as people yeah. who've never done it. We were like, we need all this equipment, we need walls, <laughs> we need labour. Um, and we were nowhere near. And then fucking Mr. Reality Check comes along with his clipboard. And sundries. Sundries is what they call sundries. it. Sundries. Right. The things you never account for. Yeah. Um, that actually you need, you know, um, that's where we got, that's where it got you. But yeah. It's all part of so it. So were there any moments in there where you were like, right, we're 20 in the hole. Mm-hmm. Didn't think we were going to finish we can't, it. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, we had to take breaks for like over like a couple of weeks and stuff where I didn't know how we were actually going to finish it. We're just going to start this project and not finish it and go back to the house to save some, to work from the house again, to save some money to put back in and all these things in a very, yeah, um, we had sort of like a very angelic person turn up and give us a hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very special person. Yeah. (laughs) They got, if they got some sort of special uh, burrito boy VIP black card. Black card. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Every Friday night they show up. (laughs) Yes. Prime time. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're forever grateful for people. I mean, and that's something that's been really special about what we've done here is we've made so many like connections with people. People really backed us. Yeah. You know, there's no. If you look through our old Instagram posts and stuff, I mean, every other post, I'd make sure I say thank you to people. It wasn't like half arse. Like, I really meant thank you yeah. because all these people sharing their posts, all the people 
you know, telling their mates and, you know, helping us and giving us advice. And it just felt like... I'll tell you what it was, from my point of view, mm -hmm. through my lens mm -hmm. of life experience, Burrito Boy was like that band that you discover when no one knows who they are and they're really fucking good. <laughs> you love everything that they do. Everything yeah, yeah, they put, yeah. Every new menu item yeah. is, a, is a smash hit, yeah. right? Um, and then what happens is you see them growing and you see them growing and you back it. And what happens then is you start to feel a little bit of ownership over it or a little bit of like, you, you're emotionally invested. So you see it grow, you like to see it grow. It feels like your little secret. It's the thing that you've backed, you're proud of. You want to see it succeed because there's also a little tiny part of you that selfishly wants to be like, I'm a dragon from Dragon's Den and I know what's good when I back it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. I saw this coming. Um, it's a good analogy, and, actually. It's right? very true, yeah. And so actually, although you're here and you're in this big space and you spent all this money and everything, the, the underpinning thing is that you still have a legion of... Um, fans loyalists. or loyalists yeah. who have seen you from the beginning, seen you through it. They've even like funded it to a degree. Well, they, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They, 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 they're amazing, yeah. And so you're, it's kind of like you're that band that then suddenly they go and play Wembley and everyone's like, I remember seeing them in uh, our local pub and they're good lads. And really yeah, proud of it. And they just like want to see it, you know, and that will be, that's why people are like so supportive. Yeah. Because they feel connected to it. It's yeah. like an investment. Personal, yeah, personal. And that's like, you cannot put a fucking price on that. No, and, and I remember, I mean, I know, I don't know, 80, 90% of our customers by first name, off my heart, like yeah. off my heart, I see them all, I know them all, like, really well now yeah. I mean, we've created a real personal bond because I guess it's so personal f for me as well that you know every single person matters so much it's, re it's really hard it's a really hard thing to explain I remember what people eat and you know even though the numbers were doing a more and more and more yeah that doesn't change it yeah. doesn't change like uh, yeah I really love our customers it's crazy and, and 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 again another kind of cynical point I guess but like people's names are really powerful yeah, yeah. You know, if you're talking and, and, and to someone and you use their name in the sentence, look mm -hmm. how they perk up. Yeah, I like it when people use mine when they talk yeah. to me. Yeah, it makes it, sense. Yeah. There's something about it. It's just kind of, and it's got that personal edge and it makes you feel seen and like appreciated. Mm -hmm. and, and like like you said, you know everyone by first name. And, you know, when people come in after a hard week maybe and you're like, yo, Trevor, what's up? You know, <laughs> can I get you that thing? Like, yeah. We've got this new thing on the menu. Let me chuck a little bit on there and yeah. see how you like it. And, uh, yeah. you know, and I, I guess there's people that you look after. I look after a lot of them, yeah. yeah. I chuck them a beer or if there's a longer wait, I'll sing them a beer and, you know, things like that. Or Yeah, and I yeah, know that a lot from of that. my experience in customer services. You can have people come in the door who have just had the worst day ever mm -hmm. or they're going through stuff and you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying in every moment me and you would have been like really present in that thought but you can really like change people's like days and weeks yeah. around just yeah. by like coming out with no judgment pleased to see them doing and you're feeding people as well and it's such a personal thing because food can bring so much joy mm -hmm. good food brings yeah. so much joy to people so and those small interactions really do mean a lot like i'm really like aware how much difference I can make to somebody by just being nice to them. And it sounds sounds daft, but like no, I'm really aware of it. Like yeah. I make sure I don't go I don't make it over the top or anything, but I, I try to be solid to absolutely everyone because yeah. that that can really yeah, really change someone's change someone's whole perspective on their day. Yeah, it's so important. It's so important. 
So you've been here almost a year now. Yes. You, yeah. Yeah. That's well, yeah. mad. Yeah. Isn't it's that been mad? Been really quick. Yeah. It's gone really quick. <laughs> I remember the post of you going, "Yeah, oh, we we were opening a restaurant," you know and you're going like, "Wow, sick! That's really cool." And then it's a year already, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, been the fastest year of my life. I mean, it's it's been amazing. Um, yeah, like I, like I was saying, it's it's tough in its own ways, but the reward the rewards like. When I look like, I mean, last Friday, it was like completely full in here and people in and out all night, picking up takeaways, chatting to everyone. And then we had our outside seat and it was, it was nice and full. And I just, you know, it's hard sometimes when you're in it to stop and reflect on it. But when you do, you're like, shit, like, this is really cool. Like, this yeah. is really nice. Like, it's a very special thing. Yeah. And is, there's that, like you were saying, there's a, com- a bit of a community vibe to it. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and like out there is so so beautiful. It's such a sun trap, isn't I know. it? I know. And you've it's got a car park as well. The Rye Bakery great. next door. Great, you've great neighbours. Other spots. You got um, you got Mahesh out there. Langibabas and Hesperian. Um, yeah, and Hesperian. Got, and we, then we've got all the like sort of creative offices here as well. Design yeah. offices, photography. It's a cool place to be. Yeah, I, f- I feel like in the summer you come you come here get some food. Mm-hmm. Everyone's maybe eating something a little different. Yeah, drinking different stuff, eating different stuff, and like. It just become in the summer. It becomes like a real hub. Yeah, it becomes like a real hub. I mean, you get a few hundred people out there in the summer, and there's music on, and yeah, it's it's like work. It's like working a festival every weekend. Nice like, on a Friday and Saturday night. It's like being in a little mini festival. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having the pleasure to work it, it's great. I love it. I love it. So what what's the next uh, what's the next move? I'm, gonna... I'm saying it. Like, <laughs> I'm saying it like I know. I don't. Do you know what? I have I, a hunch that you're probably going to go and open something somewhere. Else. Yeah, we were about to open a shop, which I tried to keep secret, but um, it's me. It wasn't like other people telling everyone. It was me yeah. telling everyone. Just don't tell anyone, but I'm going to open you, I think you shop. told me in yeah. the shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I was too excited. Um, I mean, I had everything um, ready. I had shop fitters ready. I had the, the, the shop off the market. I had a really, again, another stroke of luck in that we had this a top Michelin star chef in Bristol helping me right. design it and like how right. to do stuff. And I mean, I was like, I'm not paying this. Like it was just luck, again, right? Just from, um, but we pulled out. We pulled out. Um, do you know what it is in this industry? What we've learned is that by a million miles, the hardest part of it is staff. Right. And you're on such a tightrope all the time. Um, I'm really lucky now. We've got a really good team, and it's solid. Shout um, out, Josh. Shout Hector, out, the man, Josh. Dylan. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, they're doing, making they're the doing magic happen. Um, but they are just amazing. But it's took took to this point now to finally be confident with it and right. have the right team and have the right people. Um, and you know, if one of those important people go, I'm back where I started again. You know, right. they re- it's really hard. I mean, so that was that was the reason for pulling out. Because I mean, I'm going to be stretched between. Well, it's got to be in Bristol. Right. Um, Bristol's much more appealing to me than Bath at the moment. Um, just for different reasons. Just much cooler, isn't it? It's much more going it is. on. It's much cooler. I have, a, I have a long history with Bath. Yeah. And I love it. I spent a lot of my formative years learning my drumming craft and everything there and making lots of friends. But it isn't... It's not that I don't cool. think it's what it used to be. No. Bristol's, Bristol's where it's at for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could go one or two ways with us in Bath because we're quite rustic as a business we're quite rough around the edges in what we do and like um not unashamedly you know what i mean but i don't know how that would work in somewhere like bath it can go one or two ways people could find it 
a real novelty. I really like it. Yeah. Like, they could, but they could not. And then I'm stuck paying the rent prices of Bath. But, and, yeah. and it could be make, make or break. Our next move, our next move, if we go to another shop, could be make or break. Yeah. So it's, ve- it's right. a lot of pressure on it. Yeah, that's a lot to, it's a lot to lose, isn't it? Because I imagine if you go to, an, if you, if to, to replicate yourself, you're putting a lot of... Um, a lot of capital from the original, yeah. Yeah, well, you've got to put this on the line. I've, I've already had a look into how much I could not put this on the line right. um, and protect it yeah. at all costs. Um, but ultimately, you know, if you're borrowing money to do something like that, that and anything goes wrong, they'll come for this. So yeah. hence why I pulled out the Bristol one, because the rent, I mean, the rent was going to be like three grand a month. For oh, us. That's right. a lot of money, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. Then you look at staff and stuff, and it's like we've got to turn over a lot here yeah. to make it work. Um so, in and if anything goes wrong, yeah, is it's not very far away from here, but it's far, it's, it's far enough. It's the longest short amount of um, miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem long, but it is. Yeah, get it's to Bristol really wrong. when you when you know your kitchen's on fire or whatever, and you're sat in traffic in Brislington. <laughs> it's not all you want, is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> sat there. Um, so, so yeah, it was. It was. I think it was. The, it was the right decision. We got more to do in Froome. Um, We've got way more we can be doing. I mean, I'm only open four days a week for starters. Right. Um, we're doing this thing with Uber Eats where we're working with them a bit closer. There's another option that we've got with them, which is they do things called dark kitchens. Heard of that? Uh, no. So it's like a massive ghost kitchen where you've got Burrito Boy here. A what Hello. kitchen? A dark kitchen. Go- so like Did you say a ghost? A ghost kitchen, dark kitchen. It's like, it's like, with, it's like a... A working kitchen that you only use on Uber Eats. So you will only be on Uber Eats. So say I wanted to go to Cardiff or Bristol or something. I could buy yeah. a few members of staff and work in this dark kitchen and only be on Uber Eats there just, for, just while you build up a customer base. And then, and do they fund those kitchens? Well, they just give you low rent, but you can only use them. So whatever you make, they make. They're very oh. smart. It is smart, yeah. but it also... It makes a lot of sense. It makes sense for someone like me. They're investing... In the culture that they... Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah and I, it is I like the future. It. Let's be honest, it is. Like, however much we like to um, push against it, delivery, you know, people doing stuff at home, and it, it is... It Food is. is in Blade Runner times now. Yeah, 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 man. It's, cra- <laughs> it's crazy. It's going to be on drones soon and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's mad. So, yeah, that's another exploration that I might be doing. Okay. Um, I'm not sure yet. And I guess that kind of, that kind of acts a little bit like a pop-up. Yes, in exactly. a way, right? So build your customer base. You, you can do all that. Um, there'll be a deal entirely in it where Uber Eats don't miss out if you then don't use the dark kitchen and open an actual premises. Yeah. Because then you'll be some kind of deal where I'd only use Uber Eats for my deliveries, just like yeah. here. So it, yeah. we still both win. But that was, that was, that's the honourable thing to do anyway. Yeah. You'd, you'd hope or you'd expect most yeah. people to, to nod their hat, and, uh, yeah. their hat and say... Yeah, yeah, we both we'd all win from it, you know. If I built a customer base up and only used them for deliveries, they'd win just as much as I would. So. Yeah, um, so that's another option, um, which I think I think might be sensible, um, especially how pragmatic I am with what to do next. And then my last option, which I, which is a thing we're doing anyway, is going to be more festivals and events, and, right? Because we missed that stage because we came straight from COVID straight to a restaurant, so we never did. You festival, right? We didn't do the build-up like the right way around. <laughs> we did it the wrong way around <laughs> completely. Yeah, but now you know you're going to be strolling around Glastonbury or something, hungover. Yeah, and you're going to see the Burrito Boy logo, and you're going to be, like, oh my god, thank yeah, god, that's the plan, man. Glastonbury this will sort me out. <laughs> <laughs> I know these guys; they're really cool. Come with me. They're really cool. I've been supporting them. Yeah. <laughs> but that that is the dream to get yeah. to Glastonbury. I mean. 
and they seem like something you just do once a year, but they add such a longevity to your business because once you're in somewhere like that and you do it well, why would they not want you back? Exactly. So it adds years and years, I think, anyway, it adds years and years onto your business um, and brings you in really good money at the same time. Yeah. As long as it's not pissing it down all weekend, which is a risk. It is a risk. <laughs> you take the risk. For sure. Um, rewinding slightly, there was, a mo- there was a time where you expanded your deliveries from Froome to Bruton, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that then, is that then when things got far too much for you? Well, no, that was, again, it was the same as the initial chat about the exclusivity. You could only get food in Bruton on a certain day of the week at 6.15 or 7.15. Right. You could only get it then. I just did one... And, you could, and I had to cap it at 10, 10 people, not 10 breeds, 10 orders. Yeah. Um, once, you, once it was gone, it was gone. And I'd just drive to one spot in Bruton and everyone would wait. And I'd get out and just <laughs> pass all the bags in the car. You're a fucking drug dealer. Yeah, ba- yeah. basically. It would have been a good front. If <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah, meet me. Um, yeah, meet me at the Union Club in Bruton. <laughs> In the car park, yeah, and then other, yeah, and the collections here in the South Parade car park, it's great. But that's kind of cool, I think, in a, in a weird way, because there's a novelty twist on that. Is yeah. that you know, yes, we're talking about how you know um, Uber Eats has revolutionised um, food and how we consume it, how we interact with it. But if if <laughs> if if I ordered from my flat and you were like, yo, come and meet me in the Westway shopping car park. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, that's kind of sick. I put my coat on. And you get my <laughs> Cash <burrito>. only, remember? <laughs> Cash, only. Cash only. I don't. Yeah. 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 No, it was. It was great. I remember, like, one of, one of like the my favorite moments that I remember. I'm not very good at being sort of in the moment. I'm always sort of like, yeah, I yeah. really struggle with that. But forwards ever, yeah. backwards never. Exactly. But one of my favorite ones was I remember coming out into the car park on a Friday night. This little car park, and there were about. 15 cars in there all with their lights on and they were all waiting for burritos i just remember looking at it thinking shit this is like a dogging spot yeah, this is mad. <laughs> yeah this is, what is going on here and then you get you know people turning up really stoned in their car really excited and stuff like that and then you go but you go from that extreme so then you've got like an elderly couple doing it and it was just yeah it was special it was really special you see like the, the local weed dealer and you're like all right, mate. All right, mate. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're sort of, you know, <laughs> don't get too close, but yeah. we're, you know, we we know we know what we're doing. Yeah, we know. What we're we're doing. in tandem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They get to him, then they come to you, and you're like, sick. All right, yeah, see you. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Joy. Yeah. All right, sick. Okay, so you want to expand, mm-hmm. but you you you're pulling your cards close to your chest. Well, I'm I, still not I, sure what I'm doing. Basically, okay. That's I think all. there's a there's something up your sleeve. Yeah, I've got a few, I've got options. You don't for have sure. to tell me because I know what it's like. Well, I mean, in an ideal world, I'd open a shop in the centre of Bristol. Yeah. And smash it. That, that's like what I would want to do. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, in my head, I'd like the I'd like to then go from Bristol to Cardiff, Birmingham, Manchester. Yeah. You know, like up something like that. Yeah. But it's not that simple. When like when we were talking about how much everything costs. Um, it's just so risky in this day and age. Like, it's so risky. I mean, we didn't do things conventionally to start with. So I'm thinking we stick with not being conventional and working it out our own way, you know? Have you, and I imagine you'll go, hell no. Have you thought about franchise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. But the, the problem is, I mean, we've got to be a well-oiled machine before we can do that. Because yeah. everything's got to be bang, like exactly the same every It's got to be flat pack, hasn't it? Flat pack, like, and, you know... 
like identical, identical, yeah. and we're still very like I was saying, rough around the edges at the moment. I mean, in the future, I think I think the sort of I think it was like five guys or something. They did at least four or five by themselves. Right. Then they start franchising. Okay. And once you've worked out the model completely perfectly, um, but yes, yeah, I'm open to all sort of options like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because when you've spent, I mean, like you're two years or so in now, you've probably got quite an attachment to that. It, I mean, it's about the logo, isn't it? Mm. That's the first thing people see. Yeah. And recognizing that brand, and so for you to franchise, you're essentially giving a, a custody, yeah. aren't you, to uh, over to someone for your branding? Exactly. Um, and you can you can you know they can set themselves up with an identical flat pack. This is Burrito Boy. Mm-hmm steps one through a hundred and 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 create uh, something like this elsewhere and i imagine it'd be like financially more rewarding for you but then you have to think about well how are they operating that and yeah how is how is what they do reflecting on all your other Mm -hmm. you know in 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 the chain or the the burrito boy network i think in my head i do it i go i try and do it my ourselves until we were knackered Right, and then we're like, right, now we can look at franchising because we've got a lot of energy and we're pretty... I, th- I like to think we're quite switched on with, with like, uh, even managing multiple sites. I think we could do it. It's just about... It's all about getting the right people. Yeah. It literally, it's all... Like, we've got, we got Josh here now and it's made our business so much better just from having that, just from having him in here, yeah. you know? So um, I think I try and exhaust ourselves as much as we can before we go to franchise, but I mean... This is all in the future, but that would be the way I'd do it, I think. Yeah, amazing. We are going to make a giant burrito, yes. I think. Yeah. So before we, before we cut and yeah. wash our hands and prep and everything, yeah. just run me through. Because I was like, giant pod, we've got to come in. We've got to make something massive. Something massive. We've got, to go to we've got two dudes that aren't very good in the kitchen. I imagine you're probably much better than I am. No. But no, no. Two, two ADHD boys making a giant burrito coming up next. Yeah. Um, run me through what we got. What, what's going on so, here? So, um, shouldn't feel your confidence, but I've never done this before. I've rolled a burrito, and they never, they never look great when I roll them either, but I've never rolled a giant one. One of my members of staff have rolled one once. Okay. So um, did they do a test run for us? Well, yeah. Right. Um, it didn't look great, <laughs> but I think I know how to make it better. Um, okay. So we're going to make a giant beef burrito, which is our signature signature product. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to layer up, layer up tortillas, sort of like this. Yeah. Three of those. Uh huh. Then we're going to. Fill it with rice, your beef, or your. We're going stuff. this way on it, are we? We're gonna. It might be a two-man job, but we're sort of gonna tuck it like yeah. along at once. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be okay. hard. It's gonna be hard. All right, okay. So, all right, we're gonna get prepped, wash our hands, yeah. and um, do whatever we need to do, and uh, we'll join you in like. Here we are. So we've washed our hands. Are we gonna go with gloves? Gloves so you. I don't know if they're okay. gonna fit either. I don't know if they will fit. What's the method here? Do you go? Yeah, you just put it on your head first. Okay, so we have, we, we are, right, in honour of the giant pod, we're making a giant burrito boy burrito. Yes. Is this one of your signature burritos? Yeah, 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 yeah. This, is our, this is our biggest seller by, by a million miles. Okay. Um, it's our signature beef burrito, so it's the first one we ever created. Um, bit of trivia. First time we ever created it was on my birthday. Right. Um, and it worked, it worked really well. Oh, so we've got everything that normally goes in one minus guacamole. Okay. Because the kitchen's so we're not allowed to use that because it's just way too expensive. Um, All right. 
it's just it's crazy avocado and wild. So they've okay. not given us any. So fair enough. We'll make do without. Fair enough. But they've been very kind in. Um, so, like, you know, you've come to them and you've gone, we're going to make this massive thing while you're trying to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these lights and cameras, can you hook it up? Yeah. And, they, and they've come through for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, props to the kitchen. And it's only a little tiny kitchen as well, so they've done yeah. good. All right. Cool. So, so this is, this technically should work better. So what we do, like, when we, when we finish chucking up a burrito, like, you, wrap, you roll it over, we seal it with a bit of water before we then put it on there to... To stay. Okay. So what I'm thinking yeah. is if we do that under each bit of that this, it, yeah. it will help keep it together. Okay. So how we do that? Just a finger. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just just enough to like. And sort of just sort of yeah. glaze it. Yeah, I, I think, think so. More. Yeah, I reckon. I mean, should work. That we'll looks see. good to me. That looks good to me. Yeah. I'm no expert, but. Um, so, okay. and portion sizes won't be won't be right because again, I'm not usually allowed back here. So. <laughs> um, should we start with rice? Do you, want to do, do you want to do it? Or do you want me to show you? I can do some rice. Yeah, I can do some rice. Some rice. Oh, okay, how much do you want? Well, Take a big seen... spoonful, because we're, we're doing a big one. So, yeah. we'll sort of layer that from about here. Yeah, and with we'll the same. Going in like this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another big spoonful would, would probably work as yeah. well. So, you, if I do that, you can sort of make it into a nice little like, snail, can you? Well, you squish it all up in the end anyway. Okay, you squish right. it all up, so it sort of works. And then, I need to come on. Yeah, we just got a little bit more wrong. Okay, tell me about this rice, because this is uh, so, this looks like something's going on with it. Yeah, it's chipotle rice. We've, we use Mexican oregano, chipotle paste, and I'm giving my own recipes away now. You can leave an ingredient out. Tomato paste, and, and then another another amount of herbs and like spices that we put in. Okay. Um, now it's the ratio, I can't tell people, isn't it? That's okay, cool. all right, cool. Is your kitchen staff going to be mad if we use everything? No, 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 okay. no, this is all to be used now. We can't really, but once you've reheated, um, so it's already cooked, so you can't do it again anyway. So gotcha. That's gotcha. all good. That's I good. think that looks pretty that good. That looks healthy, yeah, I know. I think it's going to be quite a big one. <laughs> right, then let's do some beef. Okay, you do the honours of the beef. That. This beef is cooked for 18 hours overnight. Mm. Um, Cut of the beef called top chucks, so it's like around the shoulder area, so it's like got loads of fat in it, but yeah. also like the good fat that breaks down when you cook it, not like the sinewy sort of like right. papery sort of horrible stuff that doesn't come out. Yeah. Um, and again, that's cooked in all sorts of stuff. Like it's cooked in, I think we use about 13 different things when we cook it. Okay. Orange juice being one of them. Really? It's really commonly used the Mexican food, yeah, orange okay. juice, yeah. Um, it's a nice acidity. Lots of orange juice, lots of lime juice. That's all good stuff. This is going to be big. <laughs> Just looking at it now. Are we going to, going to call in a few friends at the end? I think we are, yeah. This one. Yeah, no. It smells amazing. It smells good, doesn't it? Yeah. Now that it's out and it's, and it's infusing with the rice, yeah. we're, we're getting some of that aromatic yeah, that's right. element to it. Do you want to do the cheese? Yes, okay. Um, be healthy. Be healthy. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, oh, right. I thought you meant don't put much on. No, be happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the wrong, wrong phrase, wasn't it? Alright, okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot it? of cheese, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it a lot of cheese? I think it is quite a <laughs> Isn't it a lot, though? Um, it's going to be good. But, you know, we're making a giant one. It doesn't love cheese. We don't often bake, so like, you, you don't make one this big ever. No, never. So we're going to just enjoy it and, and throw caution to the wind. Yeah. I'll do some peppers. Yeah, yeah. Then next we're going to put that on as well, which is pico de gallo, de gallo, to be more proper. So like, it's not too strict on sort of like, 
how neat it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it all gets tucked up. Because we're all sort of squishy all together anyway. Yeah. Use a pickle peppers as well, so <laughs> just add like, breaks it up when you've got so much cheese and things like that in there. Uh-huh. Adds a nice sort of um, palate cleanser, so to speak. Burrito cam. <laughs> so we're going to go in, we're going to get one of these. <laughs> I love this, so just like, just like, just put that in slow-mo later. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's that stuff. Yeah. So this is like finely chopped onions, tomatoes, um, onions and tomatoes with lime juice, yeah. coriander, and just salt and pepper. Right. Um, again, another sharpness that you need. That's healthy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's stop here. That's perfect amount. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then just bung a load of lettuce on. I've done this in the wrong order as well. We should have put our sauces on before. But... Ah, it's all right. Be fine. It's okay. Just turn yeah. it upside yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, sour cream. Yeah. Are we going healthy with that as well? Yeah. You don't want to go too crazy with it because it's. Yeah, because I'm probably got a lot of cheese already. You know, mushy and fall apart. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because I imagine that's part of the that's part of the magic, isn't it? It's getting just the right amount of stuff so that you you maintain stri- structural integrity. Ratios of literally everything. Right. Like, you don't want too much of anything. I mean, this won't be a perfect demonstration, no. but <laughs> honestly, the ratio of um, everything's weighed. Like everything we put in to eat burrito is a certain amount of beef, a certain amount of rice. That is all right. Uh, I mean, the guys who do it every day, they don't need to put on the scales every time. Yeah, but everything's done to to a. Uh, to a weight. To a spec. Exactly, exactly. And, yeah. that, and that, of course, gives you consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is what you were saying about franchising. Yeah. Why that's tough. Yes. Because you want it to be. So I'm sorry, this is um, homemade, we call it green sauce. Green oh, sauce. Like, you know, in Mexico, somebody would be called salsa verde, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, made with like jalapeno. Uh-huh. No, you're not too great with spice, are you? But I'm not off. a massive spicy man. We'll be okay, we'll, I think. Uh, that. We'll, we'll get there. Right, jalapeno, lime, coriander, garlic. Really simple. Um, Look at that thing. Now we've got to try and get this tucked okay. up and done. It's right. the fun bit. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to close it from the sides first. Okay. So you go your side over. Yeah. Flip it over like that. Uh huh. So I've got to go, how far in am I going with this? Yes, yeah, probably there. That bit there. Yeah, and then we're going to try and. I think we've got too much stuff on the Yeah, I think so. And we're going to try and get this. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Go like this. <laughs> it's way too big. Right. Okay, all right. Okay. I think we've got something. We're working with. Should we try? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, that's not awful. No. No, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> Should we try and toast it? Alright, so you try and grab from your end. Yeah. So we don't lose it in the middle. Yeah. We're going to pop it onto the griddle here. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a yeah. part. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be in a bit of trouble here. This is where Josh should have went on his lunch break. Oh god. god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to prize this off now. Yeah, I know. 
There's like a scrapey thing I need to use. I'll just use something else. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's really, it's really bad. It's really bad. Okay. Um, I think we just we got to work with what we got. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fine, man. I just need to get a, I just need to get a scraper and get this off. Yeah, you got. On fire! Is it? No, no, I'm joking. It will be soon, though. <laughs> Definitely. What do you need? Tell me. Like, turn it over. Get it off. I feel like I I'm going to use this. Yeah. Come <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably should get it off, shouldn't we? <laughs> This bit, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this bit is not. Oh, no, we can wrap that up. Yeah, we can wrap Yeah, we can re What I'll do is I'll get another tortilla and we'll put it straight into it, shall we? Yeah. Cool, so we're going to get another tortilla and we're going to put them into the normal size burritos now. I've seen that, we've saved it. We've saved oh, it. yeah, we're going to have lots of normal size burritos now. Lost. <laughs> I think you've saved that flight. Yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like before. <laughs> and that's what it looks like now. Oh, look, we've got these. That's, that's great. This can work. Yeah. So do something over here. Toast these up for you. Actually, normally. Okay, be fine. I'm excited about that. That was only going to go one way, wasn't it? Yeah. Can we wrap it up? Yes, show me how. So, on there. Uh -huh. It's similar to how you wrap it, so you sort of suck. Yeah, you, you do me, yeah. me the pro version, yeah. and then I'll give my, my best uh, pro attempt. <laughs> this is not the pro version. <laughs> At all. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not terrible. <laughs> Bam. So it's easy for me to tell you how to do it, for me to do it is really hard. Yeah. So I basically pop it there. So grab one, three, yeah. yeah. Here. Tuck, yeah, tuck the sides over. Yeah. Tuck the sides over here. Yeah. Tuck the sides in here. And roll it up as tight as you can. Yeah. Starting with this yeah, bit yeah, that's bad. Just play that in the middle. Bam. Pop a sticker on. Tell you what, have you got any jobs going? Yeah. Do some more staff. Right, okay, cool. 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 Right, what happens when you get two people with ADHD to try and make some food? <laughs> there you go, that's the, that's the result. <laughs> oh, that's the right. So terribly wrapped. No would kill me. <laughs> yeah, right, what are we eating here? Whoa. 
We could just grab into that and just take a massive Should we bite just go, out Yeah, I feel like this is what... It's what the people want to see, yeah. right? Chin, chin. Cheers. <laughs> In my bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only a bit, though. Only a bit. It still tastes alright. This is great. <laughs> Everyone leaves for like one minute and this will happen. Oh. You know what? This is actually amazing. Mm. I mean, it tastes different to me because I eat them all pretty much every day. Mmm. <laughs> I'll get you some of this, I like. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking giant burrito, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, my man. Welcome. <laughs> so here we are, the giant burrito. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you. Thanks for having us, burrito boy. Welcome. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying this. Not even, not even for camp. Big thank you to Burrito Boy, Don Palmer, everyone in the kitchen that made that one happen. There's a load of stuff going on behind the scenes, lots of hard work uh, behind the scenes by the staff there so that we could uh, do this episode. Shout out to Dylan, Hector and Josh specifically for their hard work, getting the ingredients ready, getting everything good for us. Big love. Thank you very much for that. If you want to check out Burrito Boy, we will leave links to uh, their social media and other bits and pieces that are relevant in the show notes descriptions. Please head over to Apple Music, to Spotify, to uh, Acast. Give us all the good reviews. Give us a follow. Do all of that good stuff. If you want to follow us on social media, you can. It's at the John pod on twitter and instagram and if you want to follow me it is andy underscore tgp on instagram as well if you're still here after i sent you guys off to youtube to watch the uh the giant burrito build um uh, then maybe consider heading over to the youtube channel and putting a subscription on that as well that'd be really really helpful this podcast was produced by the man that cooks everything on a griddle harry williams we are so stoked to be back with this special we will see you soon for our regular Thursday release schedule. So pumped for season four. Thank you very much. See you soon. Goodbye.